Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Who messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people and my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one-man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, for this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast. Tonight, we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from June the 6th, 1987. I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Harper. We just cut a great patron episode. Doc, how you doing, man? Can you do this? Yes, why? Because whenever you're, you are such a complete and utter titty baby that whenever your NFL team loses like they did last Sunday, you lose the ability to function like a fucking human. Says the guy bitching about Dak Prescott during the pre-show. Hopper, how are you? I'm doing great, Michael. You are. That's yes. well. Yeah, no. that's good. It's hey, Harper. Hey, uh, Harper. Have you listened to uh, Mike's other show on uh, the Mid South that he does with uh, on a I don't even network? Fuck him. No. Well, I have, and let me tell you, <laughs> one thing that you won't hear. You will not hear our names mentioned at all when they get to the end of the show and they talk about what else, where else they can be found and what else they do. He don't mention me and you. So the show basically has no personality. Well, that's true in the first 55 minutes. Of yeah. Hey, I mean, whatever. Thanks for plugging the they're show, Doc. I appreciate it. Serious. Well, they're trying to be all super serious and blah, blah, blah. And they're both elbowing each other to be wrestling historians to whatever <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with it's this called shit. fucking google you motherfuckers they sat there and talked over in episode two they sat there and they should have just played ernie ladd doing commentary because that shit was out of sight but they were in there trying to oh i did some research on this no i did some research on this shut the fuck up <laughs> can we t- can we take it down a notch i got something important to say before we keep going oh, man do you have so to? Yes, I do. Uh, it's worth uh, mentioning. It's definitely worth mentioning and uh, talking about. Uh, rest in peace, Doug Detar, who uh, lost his battle to cancer September 12, 2018. This is going to air about a week after that. But uh, Doug was a longtime listener of BTT. He frequently would send in questions to the Jim Cornette drive through based on things he heard us discussing here on this show, uh, on our NWA show in Smoky Mountain. Doug had been battling cancer for a while now from what I uh, saw, and it was a tough battle for him. He fought it hard to the very end. And um, Doug, from uh, all of us here at BTT, and I just want to say rest in peace. I know you're, you're, you're survived by your wife and son. Uh, sorry about your loss. Uh, it's just... To them, sorry that you lost, Doug. It's uh, it's sad, man. I-, I can tell you this much. That guy got us on the drive-thru three different times, and Doc gave him the Docaholic spotlight every single time. And uh, I know he's been battling this for a while. He had DM'd me a couple of times. So, uh, Doug, rest in peace. And uh, to his wife and son, man, uh, sorry for your loss, man. I-, I-, I can only imagine. Doug was young. He was only 38 years old. Uh, so that's that, man. I hate to bring the show down. But he was a long-time listener, faithful listener, and supporter of what we do here. So thank you, Doug, and rest in peace. Uh, 
Let's keep the show moving. A uh, couple quick things. Special shout out to our largest patron contributor monthly, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie. I got your next shirt coming your way, man. Thanks for your contributions as a patron. No weird news of the week. A couple of quick shout outs uh, related to uh, new patrons. Longtime listener JH, he became a patron on Patreon this week. And then also shout out to. William Kurtzinger and Carlton Slater, thank you for come for becoming patrons. Don't forget uh, to uh, download either the either the Patreon app or Podbean app, depending on wherever you signed up, and get all the access uh, to all those patron episodes over seventy plus now. I guess we're getting close to eighty, including the world class shows. So, thank you very much for signing up, Doc. You got anything before we jump into the NWA portion of this week's show? How? How many bottles of Hennessy did you kill watching the Saints get beat on Sunday? One. You were salty, dude. You were a new level of salty. Like, we lost, and I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah, right. I wasn't that salty. Why do you think I was salty? Because you're a dick. (laughs) Harper and I were talking about Curtis Axel looking like Ben Roethlisberger, and you're like, (laughs) oh, no, 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 um... What was I doing when y'all? I wasn't watching Raw at that moment. I um, I was watching football actually. I was watching the fucking Lions take a beating when y'all were texting about that. So like, I didn't have Raw on. I watched Raw the next day on Hulu, which was only an hour and a half. Which I even got through it quicker than that. But so I didn't even see it. But I agree, he does look like Ben Roethlisberger, just shorter. Yeah, and less rapey. That's nice. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly rapey. He got allegedly, all. allegedly. On, I, I know he did. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I set him up for that. Yeah. <laughs> Whether or not she wanted him to or not. Let me ask you a question, Harper. Can you uh, imagine me, you, and Doc doing commentary for a Wildcat episode? <laughs> how quick funny. would how quick would the FCC fine come out? Yeah, no, huh? Uh. <laughs> I can see Doc. <laughs> I can see Doc within the first 30 seconds. You know, this is some fucking bullshit. Or just it, remind, it reminds me of a time, and I don't remember exactly what year, 96, 97 maybe, in ECW, New Jack hit the ring and threw the jobbers out of the ring and said, you want to know why I haven't been on TV in a while? And then a literal 35-second bleep followed. <laughs> <laughs> A 35-second bleep? It was so long. I You could run through all the curse words you know, and you'd still have time left over. <laughs> and I, I'm about ready for New Jack to show his black ass up in Smoky Mountain. We're almost there, bro. No. We're, we're, we have, we're, the, we have the, the Thrill Seekers rocking America, and now we need some uh, Compton's Finest. Dude, people watching the smoke or, or listening to the Smoky Mountain show, man, the Thrill Seekers entrance with that fucking music video the first time and Harper's take on the fucking bear was danger, pure danger, dog. Gold. Who does really? Do we really have people that listen to this show that don't listen to Smoky Mountain? I, I think there are a few. I don't think it's a lot, but I think there are a few. Other than that asshole that you do the uh, world class show with, anybody else? <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's let's talk about some shit on air. I'm gonna real quick. I'm gonna have to stretch that asshole pretty soon. So so Lance and I were and talking. We were one. we were recording the last world class show uh, recently, and I don't know if somebody saw a tweet or somebody that had quoted something you had said about 
him. That's what it was. Steven Javorski on the fucking Facebook group. Doc had mentioned that you called Lance a human ambient pill. <laughs> and I guess I don't know. I guess he found out about it or something. So he asked me about it. I had to smarten Lance up and tell him you were working, even though you won't admit to it. Working. See, he here's, won't admit to it. Offer. <laughs> here's here's how that guy could impress me. Give me some information on Toriyatsu. DM me with that information. I'm kind of curious. I, I I barely remember him because I was too too young, but. I remember him. Anyway, other well, than well, he that, can't I DM you because he doesn't have a way to get in touch with you on social media. I'll send it to Mike. No, yeah. that's okay. I talk to him here's, all the here's time. Here's how you get here. If you guys, if Mike gets on y'all's nerves, here's what you need to do. <laughs> as soon as the Saints lose, just fill his inbox with shit. Yeah. Dude, I don't. I don't. I don't have my phone with me on game day. You know that. I know you're a dick, dude. You're a complete Why? Because dick. No, it's not that. It's just that I don't want to be looking down at text messages and and Facebook stats? while I'm trying to watch Real the game. Real-time stats. Yeah. I like can I get that think, on, on I, a computer. I, I was so shocked at how many ridiculous penalties that we had in the first quarter. I had to check that on my phone, dude. I was like, dude, we, dude. We're, on a, we're on a pace for 42 penalties. I mean, you can't even touch a quarterback. I mean, you can't touch anybody. Anymore, he just—it's—it's it's fucking crazy, huh? They, Mike, they Mike was telling me because you're gonna hate this season because nobody's gonna get crippled, dude. I, I was watching y'all see that movie, Mister uh, uh, Mister Mom, right? The of course, fucking, that's a classic. Yeah, well, Mike's you, never Mike's never seen it and has never heard of no, it. No, right? Gay <laughs> fame, brother. Yeah, it, it's just. Well, <laughs> A movie from the 80s with fucking Michael Keaton work for Ford and he gets laid off or whatever. It is a stone cold classic. Actually, yeah. I think I've seen that. It's been many years, though. It's, yeah, it's like real fucking old. Yeah. Way, way. They're in this kid's bedroom and they're in Detroit, right? So there's a Lions poster on the wall and it's their quarterback. And it's some guy. Is it know, Eric Hipple? That's who it was. I, I was like, who is this guy? Because I catch dumb shit like that, like in the background. And so I Googled this guy to see who he was. And like he was their quarterback, like all through the 80s, basically. And then I Googled the videos of him, like his like greatest accomplishments or whatever. Every one of them was him getting destroyed <laughs> by the Bears and the Green Bay Packers. And, and I, I was watching this shit. I was like, you would get thrown in jail for doing this shit now. <laughs> I mean, it's like Michael Singletary is basically power bombing him and shit like that. And I was like, dude, this is fuck this shit, man. Hey, hey, by the way, Mike, um, in episode two of your little Mid South review, y'all talked about the because uh, Ernie Ladd brings it up the uh, time, and I know you recorded this like a year ago, but basically you talked That's about that's a the, shoot, dude. <laughs> right? Because late last <laughs> it was recorded that long ago. Right. <laughs> um, about like 1981 when the Lions beat the Cowboys and the field goal wasn't good and that Pete Rozelle said, whatever, dude, you don't understand what that caused. When I was like seven. And that, that's the year that we went to the NFC Championship. So this was real deal serious time down here. That was not okay. cool. 
Pete Rozelle and the Lions, that was not cool down here. I remember that. I don't, as think, I don't think our audience right now really gives two shits about the Cowboys with, with I'm what happened in that show, game. I'm trying to give your other shows a little love which to show you how to do it because you don't know how to go on those shows and pimp this show. Which sure is thing. Store. All right, the if you say stopper. so. All right, well, whatever you say, pal. Uh, let's let's uh, start let's a football get to podcast. Oh God, no! I'm, let's. I'm uh, telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. People would sign up and pay to listen. Pay. They would pay for our NFL ticket so we could make it work, and then pay to listen to us do a live broadcast along with the Saints game and then a Cowboys game. Where. Y'all are just losing your minds, and then y'all kick me in the nuts for three hours during a Cowboy game. There might be something to that, but no, nah, I don't know. I'd like, to, I'd like to enjoy my Sundays, even if it's my team getting my ass whipped. Now, can we get to NWA now? I'd love to, man. Let's go drink some Blackjack and do it. Yeah, let's do that. Now, uh, you heard us talking about a pre-show before we uh, cut this one. Well, we did. We were talking about some cruise talk, and then we did a promo of the week where me and Gene lost his shit in WCW in 2000. But uh, if you're not a patron, become one at tinyurl.com slash BTT. Great way to support the show. You get all of the patron episodes, including the world-class shows and all the pre-shows and any other miscellaneous stuff that we put up like the Top places to drop a deuce, which Hopper got great feedback. Everybody loved that when all the patrons said it was their favorite one or one of their favorites or their number two. So, again, that's tinyurl.com slash PatreonBTT. Uh, the best way to, to support this show and get access to all the patron content. We are doing NWA from June 6, 1987. The show opens with Manny and Rick Rude, who are shown wrestling the Rock and Roll Express. We'll get more to that in a minute. Shivani and Crockett announced that the Rock and Roll Express defeated Rick Rude and Manny Fernandez. So, like we said last week, they completely dismissed the fact that Ivan and Manny were a team. Uh, Doc or Harper, you have any thoughts on the opening? No. Just... Bro, this was sloppy. Yeah, and then I was, and then I'm watching it thinking maybe they're going to give them the titles at the end of it. No, they just, you know, lifted their hands up and, you know, y'all won. Yeah, let's talk about that shortly when we get to it. I agree. Yeah. Uh, like Doc said, sloppy. First matchup is the New Breed versus Alan Martin and Mike Force. New Breed wins. I don't have any notes from it. Harper, did you? I was thinking Teddy Long was uh, reffing this. And I was wondering if he, you think he was thinking, look at these assholes. I don't know. I kept looking at it going, man, young, dumb girls love them some new breed. Yeah, Jesus no, huh? Got to fight for you right to party. That's right. right. What, do you, what, what do you mean, what? They, they are in living color is their theme song. Dude. On here it is. Yeah. Everyone there was equally kind. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so... After that match, though, they go to a recap of Tony Schiavone and David Crockett, and uh, they throw us to the match with, Rick, with the Rock and Roll Express versus Rude and Manny. They tell us that they're 20 to 30 minutes in when they join them in progress. The Rock and Roll Express win with a sunset flip by Morton onto Manny. New champs, like I mentioned last week. I believe this match is from January of 87 and was non-title. Uh, Harper, you were just saying and complaining about them not even giving them a belt. So what, what yeah. were your thoughts? I was, like, thinking, I mean... I guess back then you, you could you could pull this shit off, but I, I was man, this shit's fake. That's when I realized all oh, this isn't real. Um, I was trying yeah, to get people in the background in like winter coats and shit. Cause yeah. Shit. 
you know, this is uh like I said last week, they they show no explanation. They just show the rock and roll winning and that's it. There was no just just I don't know, put together badly. Like, man, you know, it's hard there's a lot going on here, but this is this is feels like a real transition period because like Ivan is losing his steam. Rick Rude's gone. UWF guys are about to start coming in. Ole's gone. Y'all's personal love affair with Dark Journey better hurry up because she's only got about a month. Fuck. Just you know, there's a lot. This is this is really when the like. NWA as we know it starts to shift to WCW is this 87 year because it was 85 and 86 were very NWA JCP this is where it starts to feel more like the second half of the year starts to feel more like WCW I mean you're definitely in a transition period right now it's still good it's 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 changing We've been given the last couple of weeks A plus, A plus plus. Well, yeah, part of that's because the episodes are so short too. That's not it. I love wrestling. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's keep going because then we get a Great American Bash plug from Shivani. Uh, they keep everyone in suspense though, and they talk about the match beyond. Uh, I didn't have it queued up to play, but I just wanted to ask Doc your first thoughts when you heard the match beyond. Man, I was ripping drunk when I watched this. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, so I don't want to give it away, but basically it's something that ends up being a big deal. In Is it War Games? NWA. Yes, yes. I wasn't going to say it, but since you said it. It's War Games, yes. Definitely is War Games. All right, well, let's do it, man. Yeah, so uh, that's the match beyond. Um we then go to the uh, Rock and Roll Express versus Randy Barber and Cougar J. Rock and Roll Express win that match. Uh, Doc, did you have anything from that? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> okay. We then go to a Rock and Roll Express promo. It's a quick one. They discuss being the champions. Doc, anything from that? Not a goddamn thing. Oh, y'all going to kick my ass, man. This this uh, network is, is moving real slow for me right now. Oh, so Jesus. Trying Maybe to get we should just up. say book it, bitch. Book it, bitch. <laughs> See, there you go. Show's over. Trying to get queued up to the next promo. But uh so uh yeah, rock and roll there wasn't much there. Jimmy Garvin then defeats Terry Jones. Garvin wins with yeah. a brain buster. Hopper, anything from that? Nope. I had one. Doc, you? What? what you got? Ter- Terry Jones looked like a crack headed Ric Flair Buddy Landale ripoff. I think you said that two weeks ago too. Well, it's still true. Okay, there we go. Well, let's go from that to then JJ. I'm trying JJ. to just give you some coverage to get your ass network up and running, pal. Yeah, I, I got it there. Uh, let's go from that to it. let's go from that to to JJ Tully and Dark Journey. Here they are. And tonight it's a big night for not only the Tully Blanchard and Dark Journey, James A. Dillon, all the four horsemen, because it's winner take all. Well, you know, just seeing the logo of the Four Horsemen across the ring and across the TV screen is just, uh, it just inspires me that much more. And right now, let's face it, all the talking is done. The $100,000 is on the line. Winner take all. Of course, I'm talking about tonight in Greensboro. And Mr. Blanchard, frankly, I expected the American Dream to be here live today. It just froze up on me. It froze up on me. What do we do? What do we do? 
Fuck. Oh, I'll edit we this fuck. out. Just... No, thank you. <laughs> Damn, he was about to deliver a good line, too. I expected mm, American Dream about here shucking and jiving. What? Hold on. I don't like when that kind of talk. Hold on. On the line, winner take all. Of course, I'm talking about tonight in Greensboro. And Mr. Blanchard, frankly, I expected the American Dream to be here live today. Really out here shucking and jiving and trying to befuddle us as best he could. But again, the unexpected. I don't know if he's going to seclusion, if he's taking Magnum PA with him or what. But one thing I know for sure, you are prepared. You know, J.J. Dillon, it's a beautiful... Dude, it ain't me. Let's network. Let's stop doing this show. Hmm. You like how easily I just quit? Yes. Let's just quit. Hey, I, I don't. I don't think this is real. Every time that we think that there's audio problems, I listen to the show and it sounds fine. I think people <laughs> think we're on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they keep nah, talking man. about the audio problems? This sounds great. Maybe it's because we have to fight through a, a fucking sea of shit to get this thing out. <laughs> right. <laughs> this shit's fucking up, man. It's it's literally locked up. Not my computer. The the, the, the promo is. Call Vince. Call Vince. What's the deal? Yeah. God damn, pal. You're $9.95 a month. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get it to go. All right. What do you, what, uh, while, while we're waiting on it to, to queue back up, uh, Harper, what did you have from it? I like those 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 uh, black guys who kept showing in a crowd. I'm thinking, look, that's like Mike Mills right there. Wow, that's really nice. Are you talking about when? <laughs> that's fucked up. That's fucked up. You know what I was thinking? You think they got shit for having a a black woman with them? Yes. Back then, I, yes. I immediately thought that. On every way angled. Because That's what I gang- thought. They're implying that they're all gangbanging her. I know, huh? And, <laughs> just, and she's just smiling away. <laughs> right. right. Dude, I, I definitely got the impression that there was something. They did not like this. Like, people would, were like, this shit cannot be going over well. Because you've got a black woman and they are insinuating that they are running trains i'm serious i mean it's yeah can we be serious for a moment this is the night where all the money's on the line pal all the talking's over and now the tv title and a hundred thousand smackaroonies are on the line it's all gonna happen sure thing chief no spoilers Right, no spoilers. Let's try this one more time. Tonight in Greensboro, and Mr. Blanchard, frankly, I expected the American dream to be here live today. Really out here shucking and jiving and trying to befuddle us as best he could. But again, the unexpected. I don't know if he's going to seclusion, if he's taking Magnum PA with him or what, but one thing I know for sure, you are prepared. You know, J.J. Dillon, it's a beautiful day outside. Been one all day all over the country. It's June the 6th. The day everybody's been talking about. DJ's looking fine. Damn, it did it again. The fuck? Maybe yeah, it's the I, fact that the network doesn't like black, strong black women. She's no. all the way live. Bruh. <laughs> what a terrible... Harper, you want to address that right now? What's that? You want to address how she's looking? Looking fine as hell. 
Jesus uh, Christ. She's really not. Yeah. Nah, not really. Yeah, right, dude. She's fucking hot, bro. She's a trifling. She's and trifling. at the end, when I did a promo with all of them, it's like, I was thinking, bro. Mm, I thought God. Rick was going to undress her and take a turn right there. Yeah. it's. Like, I don't want to get there now, but if the network's going to be down, we might just have to fucking do this <laughs> thing. Uh, no, no shit. I mean, if it doesn't, if it doesn't clear up on the next one, man, I can't. I, I'm literally That's got bullshit. my hands tied. That's your problem. Uh, well, it's going to be all our problems when the show kicks out. Um, but anyway, uh, any other thoughts on on the promo right there, Doc? Because it's it, it's locking up. I mean, I can't. I'm trying, and yeah, it's it. not playing. I mean, the only other thing I can do is is try to. Uh, sometimes when you back out of the episode and go back to it. Do that. It'll, Harper and I'll talk play. about all the di- all the different things that an Urban Dictionary would do to Dirt Journey. I just oh want to make God. out with her. No, you don't. Yeah, dude, she mm-hmm. still looks good today, bro. You see, is that before or after you shove your cock in her mouth? Wow, come on, man, that's a married woman. What? She does colonoscopy. So all you're trying to do is do to her what she's trying to do to you. But that's in nice. a more organic way. What? You ever had a what? colonoscopy? No. You ever had a colonic? Uh-uh. Okay. You ever shit blood? <laughs> <laughs> My, I'm running out of things. Mike, you better get that episode fired up. <laughs> All right. We're going to try this one more time. And if it doesn't work, we're moving okay, on, this? man. How about this? If any of the squirrels that you've ever shot shit blood. That's nice. <laughs> the squirrels? Yeah. Jesus. Uh okay. Uh let's let's see if this will work now. Good lord. I'm not editing none of this shit out either. Why would you yeah, right. Watch and it freeze up again. It's a big night for not only the Tully Blanchard and Dark Journey, James J. Dillon, all the four horsemen, because it's winner take all. Well, you know, just seeing the logo of the four horsemen across the ring and across the TV screen is just, uh, it just inspires me that much more. And right now, let's face it, all the talking is done. The $100,000 is... <laughs> oh, <laughs> <I> just... God. <laughs> it's the network, man. Something must be up. What are they doing tonight? Some kind of May Young, Bert's a Hand classic or some shit? No, is man. Tonight? But I tell you what, uh, give me a second. Let me see if it's on. Um, let me see if it's on YouTube. That episode. Oh, okay. Sure. No, for real. Total Divas uh, is up next. That must be it. Yeah, on yeah. now the May Young Classic. There you go. Oh, that's right, what it is. All, all right, give me, give me a second. Uh, it's, what are it's these on YouTube. Divas doing? Getting on there and fucking scissor kicking for seven to ten minutes at a time. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Nobody wants to watch bitches fight. No one. Hey, I don't hey, care how politically correct we try to do it. It's on YouTube, so I'm going to go to it now. And remember, I don't have the timestamps. I'm just... Hold on. Here it is. I got it. Okay. Well, shit. Fuck me then. Because it's winner take all. Well, you know, just seeing the logo of the four horsemen across the ring and across the TV screen is just... uh, It just inspires me that much more. And right now, let's face it, all the talking is done. The $100,000 is on the line. Winner take all, of course, I'm talking about tonight in Greensboro. And Mr. Blanchard, frankly, I expected the American dream to be here live today. Really out here sucking and jiving and trying to befuddle us as best he could. But again, the unexpected. 
unless he's going to seclusion, if he's taking Magnum TA with him or what. But one thing I know for sure, you are prepared. You know, J.J. Dillon, it's a beautiful day outside. Been one all day all over the country. It's June the 6th, the day everybody's been talking about. DJ's looking fine today. J.J.'s Is looking she? fine. You feel good, Tony Giovanni? I feel great, Tony. You're looking good. You're doing a great job today. And I feel great. Flair next. Feel great. Arn feels great. The horsemen are alive and well and really exciting. And you know, when that limousine pulls in to Greensboro's Coliseum tonight and drops off the horsemen, DJ looking only the way she can look. And all the people going to be thinking about Magnum TA bringing that $50,000 of that common people money down. J.J. Dillon with that check that he's going to give the DJ to carry. And that's what it's all about. Winner take all. $100,000. Most people only dream about having a hundred grand in a bank at one point in their life. And it all comes down to 60 minutes. Dusty Rhodes, you and me, I don't care if you're in seclusion or where you are, because baby, my vowel rhythms are up. I'm excited. June the 6th is the day that I take all the money. All your pride, Dusty Rhodes. All your bragging rights. Anything you've got to say in professional wrestling is going to be over with after tonight in the Greensboro Coliseum because Big Dust, you can't come out here and talk about being the biggest sports attraction, the greatest star of them all when you go down one, two, three, and that's the bottom line because the man that walks out with this a few hours from now is going to have all the glory, all the prestige, all the notoriety, all anything in the world you would want and that's just what it is. That's why I wanted the four horsemen. That's the symbol. Tony Blanchard and Doc Journey right here on World Championship Wrestling. And don't forget tonight, it's for $100,000 winner take all in Greensboro. Jim so, uh, there you go. It worked on YouTube. The goddamn network's a piece of shit a lot of times. Uh, we finally heard the whole thing. Hopper, I did see it again. With the, the Journey's out there, and they pan to the crowd. And, of course, they pan to two black dudes. Yeah. Who are, who are like, yeah, look at that piece of ass. I would like, nail that down. Come back, girl. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, all right, Hopper, you kind of give your thoughts on it. anything else you had from it. It's, I mean, just, I, I tell you, just, everything's great. Everything is great. Everything is great. Where's Tim Dog Horner? Where's Tim? Where's Tim Horner and Oli? Mm. They're in Kansas City. No, uh, no. Oli's gone by now. Yeah. Yeah, Oli. Oli's history, bro. Gone. Yeah, Where's that the was quick. <laughs> that was quick, wasn't it? Yeah. What at least I think he's gone. I, I'm pretty sure at this point he's done. Uh, my memory serves me correctly, it is. But, uh, Doc, any other thoughts on everything right there? Man, let's get to the Greensboro Coliseum and settle this shit. Yeah, matter of fact, uh, I'll announce it now, and if it falls through, whatever, I can't do nothing about it. So I'm supposed to be talking to Bruce Mitchell tomorrow night, which uh, if, I, if, it, if I talk to him as scheduled... Uh, Bruce and I are going to talk about that night because I believe he was there in attendance the night of the hundred thousand dollar match. You were going to get Tully Blanchard on. Yeah. Just, no, I get more. Aim a little higher in life the next time. I tell you what, won't you set it up? I can't. I'm busy. I okay, I'm that's what I thought. I, 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 I told you I have some at-risk youth that I'm working with. <laughs> Okay, let's go to the next match. It's the Midnight Express versus Trent Knight and Larry Stevens. Cornette on commentary says, my guys are out here looking like 
good American, uh, have a good American image, unlike the Rock and Roll Express, who are a bunch of juvenile delinquents. Uh, Corny mentions that the Midnight are also a bunch of Christian athletes, unlike the Rock and Roll, and the Midnight's win. Harper, any thoughts on the match? Oh, I like when uh, Corny says they 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 uh, look like the uh, the fucking the uh, Salvation Army uh, Dropbox exploded all <laughs> over them. <laughs> the dudes in the ring. Yeah, no, no, talking about the uh, rock and roll. The rock and roll. That's what I meant. Yeah, the rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> oh, corny. Uh, Doc, anything from you? Is he doing? He does commentary during the match, right? Right. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. That's the commentary that, yeah. that, that I yeah. that I noted. He does this in Smoky Mountain too a lot. We talk about it. Is it's just not only is it hard to come out and do what he and Rick are good at doing, which is the four and a half minute promo. But to do that over a match is just ridiculous. Cut one-liners and just riff off things, but do it in a rapid-fire extended venue. I I just don't think people understand how difficult that is. I mean, it's pretty easy for Harper and I to come on here and be the talent, but that's a completely different scenario than what we're talking about. That's right. Tell them, Hawk. Well, <laughs> what's up, Mike? Are you done? What is Mike finally leave? What's next on this episode? Thank God. I had I I hit the mute button. My bad. I'm about to have to go take a piss with all this. How slow we're going? All this beer I'm drinking. All these bitches I'm well, fucking. We're we're halfway done, so we're good. Uh, matter already? of fact, already. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're man. This is pretty cool because like. When you watch the episode loaded, and then you talk about it loaded, but it's not at the same time, man, I can't tell you what we're talking about or looking at or doing right now. Jesus. Yeah, let's right. go to, remember, I don't have these timestamps for the YouTube episode, so I think I'm on it where Cornette comes out. So here's Cornette and the Midnight Express after their match that they just won. All right, boys, it look like you've been chasing parked cars around here. Look, Cody, we want you to know what it's like to be a champion for once in your life because you're never going to get rewarded any other way around here. Now, let me say this, like I said... My man, Sweet Sam, who knows a lot of celebrities who's been meeting, having personal appearances with a lot of celebrities lately. Beautiful Bobby, the Midnight Express, U.S. Tag Team Champions, Rock and Roll Express. What you are is a couple of dingbats. You're a couple of nappy-headed punks. You're a couple of pieces of scum of the earth. That's exactly what you are. And I'm going to come out here and I'm going to defame your character. And I'm going to do whatever necessary, just like I did the last time. You remember Tony Schiavone, they won the World Tag Team title? And we chased them. And we chased them. And we chased them. And we called them every dirty, stinking kind of yellow coward in the book. And finally, finally they agreed to face us. Well, this time, Rock and Roll, you got the titles back. The ones that we took from you before, we're going to do the same thing. Great American Bash on tour coming up in the month of July. I can't think of a better time. Put those belts up, Rock and Roll. Do anything else you want to do with them. But put them up against the Midnight Express when you're ready to lose them. Because believe me, that's what's going to happen. We're going to teach you what it's like to be a rock and not to roll. Because we're going to give the heart of Rock and Roll a triple bypass, brother. Fans, we'll be right back. Don't go away. Uh, I know I'm not the only one that caught Stan's shirt, Hopper. Yeah. Remember those shirts? I ran into the Tammy Faye at the mall. Yeah. You get it? What? Good Christian athlete running into yeah. Tammy Faye. That's nice. Hopper, any thoughts from the promo? I like when it says we're going to give the, uh, the Heart of Rock and Roll a triple bypass. Yeah, it was all right. I don't know. I, I 
this wasn't uh, one of Corny's greatest promos, but uh, it it'll do. Yeah. Doc, what'd you have? Yeah, I like that line about the the harder rock and roll and the because you know that's the old uh, Huey Lewis song. I I know you don't know who that is. Uh, I do know who that is from Back to the Future that came out in 1985. So this is 87. Yes, I know. Courtney's not exactly always known for being up to date on his musical references. Back then he was. Mm, Two years is still a long time. You imagine asking Courtney today about Tupac or Biggie or something like that? (laughs) Serious question. Ask him about Drake. Well, even that's old. Say, hey, what do you think about Drake's beef with, uh, you know, so and so? What about, Cardi, what about Cardi B? Yeah. Bro, I, I had to ask my wife what that dumb shit was. I don't even know who she is. I was like, what is this Cardi B bullshit? And she started she trying to explain it to ass, me. Right? I thought y'all would have known for sure. She got a big fat ass. Well, I don't know. It's she started, my, my wife got like 10 seconds into explaining it to me. I said, you know what? Never mind. I'm sorry I asked. There you go. Yeah. All right, uh, so let's keep going. Uh, Barry Windham, I wasn't going to play this, but I almost feel like no. I have to because of how he stumbled through it. But, Harper, what did you uh, have from it? I had one thing written down, and that was poo. This was horrible. <laughs> Doc, you? Yeah, I, I don't even. Uh, dude, I got to stop watching this drunk. I oh, here's my it. thing. Let me say this about the promo. Barry starts talking about the Western States Heritage title. Yeah, yeah and okay. I'm not. That, I, that was like, I do have a note on that. I just didn't know what I made a note on. Okay. Uh, stop talking about that and the UWF title. You came in to challenge Ric Flair for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, and now you're getting drawn off sides by these secondary belts. This is some bullshit. I actually had the exact same note in a way. Not, not exactly, but I'm like, so he came in and he had that. Remember that phenomenal match he had with Flair, Doc? Two yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harper, right, two of them. And now, I'm good with him, like, feuding with Bubba for the UWF title. I, that, But the Western States Heritage, I was like... That's a made-up shit anyway. No, That it's sounds not. like a fucking fair. Yeah. <laughs> the Western States Heritage Fair. You're an with, asshole, Harper. With, 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 with Steppenwolf and, and uh, Leonard Skinner. Okay. And Charlie Uh, Daniels. All right. I just, but Doc, I did agree with you. It just didn't feel like, and then what the part that got me was when he tried to sell us that that was a stepping stone to the NWA world title. He's already there. He don't need that. He doesn't need the strap. And the thing of it is, is that in a, in a promotion that is so starved for upper tier baby faces, what are they doing to him? Yeah. Well, that's like one of the titles they would give to like uh, Horner or Sam Houston or something. That's the no, kind Doc. of shit that they would do to Dolph, Dolph Ziggler today because he he sells so much. Yeah. Doc, no, Doc, you got a good point. It's like you, you've seen what he can do in there with Rick and this Western States heritage. The now, pro- if, the Magna, pro- if Magnum's still rolling around the promotion and he's the next guy in line, okay, and Barry's behind him, but, man, Magnum ain't there. Who? And I don't, I don't care if you know I, I don't know the history here I don't give a shit But if you want that Go to Arcadian <laughs> Vanguard But I'm talking about They don't know this thing's coming and <laughs> Play and even, heal Well whatever and, and they don't know Sting's coming And Sting They don't know what Sting's capable of So Sting coming in Ain't Sting like you think of him So 
they got no other options right now than Wyndham. Oh, dude, I watch UWF. Let me tell you something. Sting at this point is not the Sting that you know. No, we're going to see some UWF later in the show, though. Yes. So we'll keep going. Uh, Let's go to Dusty's promo because, well, Arn Anderson defeats Chance McQuaid with a gourd buster. And then from there, uh, Dusty's got something to say. And they're shooting this from NWA Pro. Uh, Here it is. He's with Tony Schiavone. Rose, I know the Great American Bash brings back memories for you that night in Greensboro winning the world title once again. What is the hottest time of the year? I feel so good in that. Out here right before we come on, I found these book of matches in Tony's uh, coat here, say, the Hemsley Palace in New York City. We know about that night. Dusty Rose feels so good. Tell him that it belongs to me. The money belongs to me. Maggie taking care of business with the money. Let me tell you something, baby. Let me tell you something good, you know, on a Friday night, let's say the Hemsley Palace. Let's say the place where the nature boy hangs out. Let's say the limousines, you know what I mean? Always late on a Friday night, I get just a little bit whiskey bit and glory bound, you know what I mean? And I start thinking about the great American bass, Dusty Rose being world's heavyweight champ for the third time. I start feeling good because Friday night is the night of heroes. And Saturday night, I am the champion of legendary Saturday night. So let the good times roll. Rock and Roll Express, full time world tag team champion. Make me feel good inside. Make me want to dance, twist and shout, and do a double backflip. I'm beside myself. And when I'm beside myself, that's about 600 pounds. Three and three, you understand? So tell that Blanchard, you got me in a good mood tonight. And Doc Journey, ask Teller Blanchard, the last woman that he had with him, what happened to her, you understand? After making a lady out of her like I did. You know what I mean, Doc Journey? Woo, I love brown sugar too, baby. Jesus Christ. Mm. He just, he just like out of left field, just... Just said he banged Dark Journey and how much he loves his brown sugar. Uh, Doc, your thoughts? Well, I would expect y'all two to chime in. I don't like brown sugar. I don't mind it, you know. I prefer to eat mayonnaise and look at skinny white bitches. No. Harper, let me ask you a question. Uh, I know your mama don't listen to this, so she won't get upset. How many, how many, how many brown sugar broads you done banged in your life? Uh... <laughs> One or two. I mean, I didn't okay. make a habit out of it. Out of it like you, you know. It's like, you know, it's like doing cocaine. I've done it once or twice in college. I'm not 40 years old, still doing it on the fucking weekend. <laughs> I knew I would get some gold out of him asking that question. I knew I'd get. I knew it. I knew it. Nothing was rehearsed, just straight up ass. Just so one or two, huh? I mean, yeah, it's only been one know? or two. How do you say one or two? The one or two, I don't know, maybe three. Okay, now, now it's up to three. Okay, <laughs> I mean, tell the truth, it was better, right? Well, it's hard to do fractions when they all count three fifths. Wow, what the hell? It's the fucking it's a eighteen. The same eighteen thirty asshole. <laughs> well, you're not going to ask me. But does brown? Do you consider brown sugar to also include any sort of Hispanic action? 
Oh, no, God. If you say that, then it's like... You know, <laughs> oh, well, that's a whole... <laughs> Let's hear it, Hopper. How Stand many more? Back. Stand back. Here comes Mr. Catholic. There's like brown sugar consists of, consists of like Latinas? No, no. no. Just blacks. Right. I'm just trying to get into the right. park. So let's talk Latinos, you know, Fox, Hispanic. Bro. I've been with a whole bunch of them. Really? Spice, I mean, you know, spice. 10, that's 15, just, 20. God, that's just my kryptonite, bro. Is it? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Mm. Como esta? <laughs> okay. All right. Doc, you got any questions for him? I don't know, man. I think I, I think we're gonna leave this alone and save this for future gold. <laughs> okay. I mean, this feels like behind the paywall. I feel like people are stealing from us. To <laughs> <laughs> this, um, I think I agree with you. This is this is this is like people stealing from us. Let's keep that moving, man. Right. These, these people are getting 1987 NWA commentary and shenanigans for free. What else do they want? So uh, we'll keep going. Um, we do have a promo with Jimmy Garvin up next. I, I literally, I hit my note says not bad, nothing great, but not bad. Uh, and I don't have a timestamp from it, and I'm not scanning yeah. it anymore. So, Hopper, yeah. you have anything yeah. from it? Not really, no. Doc, mm -mm. you? Okay. No, no. So uh, then we go from, from Garvin to the Freebirds versus Thunderfoot and Gladiator 1. Lots of cheers and positive reactions for the Freebirds. Freebirds win. Doc, anything from that match? Yeah, I had a note here. Let me get over here. Man, Gordy hit that drop kick. Yeah. And then he mm -hmm. hit some kind of German suplex. That guy's a fucking maniac. Dude, I forgot how big he was. Big and agile. He just a big old motherfucker. He, he's not cut or anything. He's just a big old son of a bitch. He's a big old bastard, and he gets in that ring, and he fills it up. Yeah, and Buddy looks like a fucking guy. You know who Buddy is? Buddy is the nineteen eight early eighties version of X Pac. What? That's who. That's who X Pac was. X Pac was the nineties version of Buddy Roberts, the irritant. Yeah. Small. Guy yeah, that. that's true. He could wrestle. Yapping dog. He, he could wrestle, and he knew how to get heat. But he caught an un. Uh, you know, he was just the irritant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I could see that. Yeah. But you're right, Hopper. Uh, but Gordy is just a big, corn-fed son of a gun who is, uh, I don't know if people realize he was, in my eyes, he's still one of the best big men ever. And I don't mean in height. I mean in just girth and size. Yeah. But like Doc said, Gordy, people, I don't know if uh, people realize that didn't watch him a lot and pay attention, but he was agile. He was quick on his feet. He flew around. He was not just a lumbering big man like a King Kong Bundy. Would you agree, yeah. Doc? Yes. Hell of an athlete for his size. A hell of an athlete. Dude, okay. When you talk about what Gordy, how Gordy ended and it all, the death of the territories in Japan and then his own personal demons and ending. That's one of the things that people talk, you know, everybody talks about Buddy Landale wasting his talents, but like Gordy never ascending to those heights is kind of a, almost in my opinion, as big of a waste. Uh, so I mean, being the dude, I don't know if he could ever be the dude in some places. Cause like he was pretty country. But dude, he was his real country. But he could get out there and cut a convincing promo, 
and he could move like nobody else's size, that shit wasn't. Mm. So you're saying that you think Gordy kind of wasted his talent? No, I think he was. I think. Well, first of all, he did waste his talent because he had the damn drug issues and the stroke or whatever. So yes, absolutely. But it also, he was so young right here that by the time he would have been hitting his prime, running and gunning and and just killing things, he was also over in Japan, which is away from the mainstream here. Then he had the stroke and the death of the, you know, death of the way to make money. It's just a big confluence of, dude, that guy should have been a, a bigger mark on the, on the sports history. I think he's a hell of a mark. On I agree, but I mean, I'm talking even bigger, man. Let's get bigger. You can always uh, do. Okay. Always talk anything, anything else before we go to the Freebirds promo. Man, they're about to start talking about drinking whiskey, man. I like to hear that. Yeah, here it is. Let's go to it. Tonight, the Omni, the countdown is on for the Four Horsemen and the Freebirds to collide. You know something? Now, if I ain't mistaken, being a country boy, I remember that horses have four legs. Ain't that right? That's right. Well, let me let you know something, baby. Ain't nothing with four wheels we can't drive. Ain't nothing with four legs we can't ride. And tomorrow night, Omni, you gonna have to ride down Bad Street. You understand what I'm talking about? Because Rick Flair's out here, and Rick Flair says, Wow, we can get down. Hey, baby, anybody can get down, and souls of us that can get back up. And we're going to stay up all night tonight, bringing out that bottle of blackjack, waiting for the return home in the Omni. That's right, you know. When I see the horsemen out here, they remind me of flies, and they look like they just come from a pile of you know what. Now, you know, it's like this they get out here, and they talk about that they got all the money. They got all the women. Well, let me tell you something. I don't drive a big, fine car, and I hadn't got a whole lot of money, but I got two fists, and I got two feet that says they're going to kick your butt. Hey, you know what? Hey, you heard that saying? Stick and stones will break our bones, but names will never hurt us. Well, we don't usually care about that. Hey, but the horseman, Rick Flair, J.J. Dillon, even talking about the birds on national TV, Channel 17, Super Sting. And we're back to show you what the birds are about. You remember that movie by Hitchcock, The Birds? It was a horrifying movie. Well, we too can be horrifying when we watch. right, buddy. So you remember it. We're going to be up all night drinking that blackjack thinking about you. You won't be able to sleep at all thinking about the Omni. Let's go back to the ring. All right, Doc, I'll throw it to you first, man. What you got from this? Man, Mike, Mike Hayes has that rap down, bro. That's some, that's some slick stuff at the beginning. <laughs> Gordy is just raw bone and like, man, I ain't got all. I, I'm going to tell you what I ain't got, but I'm going to tell you what I do have. And it's these fists and these feet. I'm going to whoop your ass. And yeah. I believe it. And I believe him when he says it. And Buddy was just odd there, man. That was just, he was just rambling and all over. But Hitchcock and fucking, dude, come on now. But they're drinking yeah, blackjack and they're ready to, man, they're going to sit around and drink about it, think about it, and then fucking whoop that ass. And I believe them if they were going up against anybody but the horseman. Harper, what'd you have from it? Uh, Gordy is very convincing. Yes. He's he seems very real. Even if I you believe know it. This is you know what it is. He, he yeah. He's 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 very, very real. 
and you Dude, believe exactly what he's saying. You might know it's fake. Right. You ain't but, sure he knows it's fake. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's not fake at all. Nah, he's he's unreal. And that's um, what I'm saying is he can base such a sense of realness with his abilities, too. It's a shame he came along when he did, and when he was in his 30s, he was either making money in another country, or there wasn't. A, then he had his drug problems and, and all that. There wasn't a place for him to ply his craft at, at that time. When he when he had all the still had the skills, but had the know how that you know people in their thirties tend to put it to kind of put things together, you know. Yeah, they were so young as that stars, shit, man. That shit when he came into ECW and fought Raven, dude, my dick got hard. I bet it did. Man, that shit! I was like, I took fifteen blue chews. That <laughs> shit was amazing. Okay, all right. Anything else, Doc? I don't think so. So we got Vladimir Pietrov versus Gary Phelps. Pietrov wins. Pietrov is being managed by Paul Jones here. Uh, just a side note: I don't have anything uh, from it. Uh, Harper, did you? No. It was worst is the the crowd is still hot for for, no, for the Freebirds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I uh, the only one that feels bad for Paul Jones because he went from the NWA tag team champions to Petrov? Yeah, no, huh? What the fuck? Dude. That's a hell of a fall, Doc. That is that is a tremendous free for all. I mean fall. you went from you went from managing the NWA world tag team champions to you're out there with Pietrov now. That is the literal translation of from the penthouse to the outhouse. Yeah. All right. So here's what we're going to try to do. I, I did. I'm on the network still. And I went back to uh, Flair's promo because as I'm scanning and you guys are talking the YouTube version of this, Flair's promo isn't on here for whatever reason. Um, Come so, on, YouTube. I demand free quality content. <laughs> So I am going to attempt to hit play, but I can tell you right now, as you guys were talking, when I hit play and had the volume down, it was freezing up. So uh, if it stops, there you go, and we won't be able to play it, but I'm sure we can talk through it uh, with the three of us because I got, I got notes from it, and I'm sure uh, you too as well. So let's try it. Here it is. You know, I bet you in the encyclopedia, under the word styling and profiling, they got this picture somewhere. Ric Flair, the world champion. Well, Tony Schiavone, I couldn't. Call it as you see it, girls. Call it as you see it. The bottom line is, and I'm going to be real slow today and real deliberate, because I want everybody out here in the wrestling world to understand that there are big names in this sport, and then there are big names. There are winners in this sport, and there are losers. There are champions, and there are challengers. And you see, every once in a while, I come out here, and I get so wrapped up in talking about women, and cars, and airplanes, and big houses, and all the necessities that make Ric Flair whoo, the world champion, and the four horsemen go around, that sometimes I don't really touch home. So I'm going to talk to y'all real slow and real deliberate. Okay? You listen up. There's a lot of people in this wrestling world that would have you think they are the best at what they do. 
They'll tell you they're number one. They'll tell you the best. They'll tell you they can beat anybody in the world. But you know what? To beat everybody in the world and to tell everybody you're the best, you gotta have one of these. And you know what this is? This is the world's heavyweight championship belt. So Jimmy Garvin, forget about precious for the time being. You just remember one thing, buddy, to be the man, to walk out here and be the man. You gotta beat the man. And in this case, my friend, you're looking at the man. Tomorrow night in the Omni, the Freebirds walk out here. Michael Hayes throwing his head in the air. I can remember when Michael Hayes said, Nature Boy Ric Flair. God, please shake my hand, champ. <laughs> That's how it went, Hayes. You were a punk when I was the star of All Stars. Terry Gordy, you're a big bad apple, buddy. But tomorrow night, yeah, you haven't got any money and you haven't got any fancy cars. You got a left and a right. You got two legs. Gordy, think about it. Tomorrow night, you might walk out of that Omni with only one good leg. You know why? Because I just don't stand out here and blow smoke, baby. I back it up and so did the horseman. Now let's get down to the real facts of life. Come out over here one time. Come out over here one time. Come here, baby. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Hey, let me ask you a question, brother. Would you like a night with Dark Journey? Yes, sir. Well, you can't have her because she's Tony Blanchard's buddy. That's the bottom line. Come on. Dark Journey. Woo! It's live and in color. And I'll tell you one more thing. And don't wrap me up. The Boston Celtics are down two straight. And Larry Bird tomorrow. It goes like this. I'm Magic Johnson. Come and get it, baby. Woo! <laughs> we'll be right back. Doc, what'd you have? There's so many reasons why this is great. Because at first, he's like, he brings everything back to like, usually I talk about women and cars. I'm going to be real slow and deliberate, which is so sly and backhanded. But it's also reminding you that no matter what you say about Ric Flair, he still walks the aisle and walks back as the champ. Champ, he says there's challengers and there's champions and all that shit. So, you know, as much as he wants to get with the bodacious tatas, it's still about keeping that belt. It's still about that's that's the thing that drives him and it centers him. And then he pulls out a black man and starts asking him if he wants a ride on Dark Journey and loses his mind. And only oh. Rick can do that. Yeah, this was good. Harper, what'd you have? I love it when he says, uh, you, uh, that's all great and all, but you don't have this. That, mm. Yes. A lot of people say they're great, but if you don't have this, you ain't shit. Bruh. I had that exact line. He made it real simple. He was like, I'm going to slow it down for you. All these people Deliberate. out here. Yeah. All mm. these people out here. Talking about they're the best, but but look, you got to have this right here to be the best. And he shows them the belt. I mean, that's just, it doesn't get more simpler than that. That's how you do it. Just yep. fucking great. Great stuff. Um, and Doc, yes, so what he it, did. He, what it's, 
so what it shows is is like he can be serious, he can be crazy, he could come out and get the roster over, he can come out and talk about Space Mountain, he can come out and be the champ. He could come out and cut a variation of about six different promos and they're all winners. Shit. Bruh. Harper, did you pop when he went and grabbed the brother out the crowd? Yeah. That was almost like when, when uh Ted DiBiase knocked the basketball out the kid's fucking hand. Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> 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 that brother said, Yeah, I'll take dog during yeah, the fun night. Oh, you can't have her. She's Tully's. Okay. <laughs> he <laughs> laughed and walked away. Wow. All right. Uh let's keep it more. Let's keep it moving. That was damn good. Uh I'm gonna nominate that for the Rolex right now. Uh Barry Wyndham versus Gladiator two up next. Uh Barry wins. I don't have anything else from it. Nothing. Uh, yeah. Doc, you? Nah, bro. Uh, Nikita cuts a promo. I, I, I will say this. Um, I thought it was okay. I wasn't going to play it. He's not lying. He said, you guys are all bad when you have help but not one-on-one. And I mean, that's yeah. keeping it real if you ask me. So Nikita's telling the truth there. Harper, what did you think? It's the same thing. Yep. Uh, Doc, you? Anything? I, I don't remember it. That's nice. Yeah, I'm starting. To, I'm starting to enter into late stage alcoholism, where I just black <laughs> out for t- periods of time. Well, we got Ron Garvin versus Rick Sullivan. Garvin wins very quickly. Harper, anything? There's, yeah, I mean, it, I think it. I think this show was a competition with who could do the best uh, impersonation of of a Magnum TA match. That's a very good right. point. We it was like they it was like they had a full card and at some point halfway through they realized that it was a right. short show and they just like, started go, knocking. Go, go, go. <laughs> Cuz he That's didn't exactly stretch what the guy at all, but he did knock him down, pick him back up and knock him down again. Yeah. Right. Right. It wasn't it wasn't a stretching, but he ended it quickly. Uh Garvin and Barry Windham then cut a promo. Uh, I don't have any notes from this, Doc. Did you? We sure want to get those US tag titles back. Yeah, that was it. That was pretty much it. Harper, anything from you? No. Okay. We then get a recap from the UWF uh, TV where they throw us to Dick Murdoch breaking the arm of Dr. Death. So uh, we see Dr. Death on TV here. Um, I guess I'll throw it to um, throw it to Doc. Uh, what were your thoughts seeing some UWF TV for one of your first times? Not my first time. No, I said one of. Like, I'm, I'm saying back in 87... You would have well, seen this in, for one I of your first times. I Dallas, time. so I could have seen this. You would have gotten it sporadically around TV. So That's anyway, true. okay. Anywho, um, dude, I love shit like this. I love when they show things that happen in the arena or when they show things that happen from other promotions. I mean, you think about WWF. They didn't even acknowledge the existence of other promotions. To get to see footage and you get to see JR and Watts cutting in the in the booth it's just different and they're different guys and it's eddie gilbert and steve dr death williams the guys because you got to remember back then unless you had tapes in a way to procure tapes and then a way to play tapes these are guys you just read about in magazines pwi the wrestler to get to see him for the first a lot of times when you did show tapes like this this is the first time i'd ever seen a guy like that i'd read about him it's pretty yeah, cool. I mean, we've had this discussion a lot. It's a damn cool thing to see another promotion. Although by this point, they own this promotion, so yeah. Cafe, brother. For what it's Wait. worth. All right, Man, Harper, anything from funny. you on it? Well, it's funny because like Doctor Death's a 
you know, Doctor Death, Doctor Death. I mean, geez. And then Gilbert, and then Murdoch in his button-down shirt with that beer gut hanging out. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, huh? It's fuck. Dick Murdoch, Dicky Murdoch, big ass stomach. <laughs> uh, Harper, any other thoughts from you on it? It was fun seeing it from a different, uh, you know, like what Doc said. You saw a different promotion, and it sucks that they fucking dried up, man. Uh, and also, everybody in that ring was dead. That's nice. Jesus Christ. That's true, huh? Fuck. We've. <laughs> Bruh. We've said that a few times. When can I enter you in? Dead? When can I enter you, Menace, into the death pool? We can all bet on when you're uh, going to die. That's nice, asshole. Okay. <laughs> Here's a question for both of you, Lex yeah, hold on, and hold, JJ. Hold, hold, hold on. I, you go back to that though. There's a good chance. I mean, there's a better than zero chance that if I didn't live in this area, and maybe even so, that might be the first time I lay eyes on. Eddie Gilbert ever. And maybe even Dr. Death Steve Williams. Mm. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, depending on where you lived. Your access to cable, your access to tape. Yeah. All that yes. shit. Yeah, agree. Okay. Agree. So Lex uh, Luger right. comes out way too long. Lex Luger comes out. I I, I wasn't gonna play it, but I I gotta ask. Yeah, okay, so I'll I'll gonna surprise you here. I okay, go ahead. I didn't think Lex was that bad, but I think shame on whoever let him go out there and go that long. If they'd have wrapped him up in less than half the time, that would not have been a bad promo. Yeah, he went three minutes. Yeah, there you go. Um, I'm sorry. It's very distracting when he grabs his dick seven times. Though. Dude, what the fuck? I didn't notice it. I noticed it. I was like, fuck, he's got cross crickets. <laughs> he's got what? He's got cross crickets. You never heard that term before? <laughs> For girls, I always call them panty crickets. Yeah. Dude, Hopper, I'm not exaggerating. How many times do you think he touched his dick? Uh, uh, I noticed two or three times. I was like, oh, look, there he goes. There he goes. Um, he's doing it again. It's a nervous tick. He does this a lot, actually. The problem, not the problem, but they usually are above his waistline, so you can't see it. But Lex, Lex has this problem. He likes to touch his cock when he's cutting a promo. It's like a nervous tick of his. Who does it? Constantly it touch also, his dick like that? Yeah. Okay. What do you say, Hopper? That chick fucking lost her shit when fucking Lex took his shirt off or Dude. whatever. Dude. That girl damn near pissed herself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Anything else, Hopper? Nah. Well, uh, Ric Flair is going to wrestle on this week's episode, and it is Rick and Lex Luger versus Ricky Nelson and John Savage. Of course, Flair and Luger win. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on the promo? Dude, Rick I mean, won match. with... Well, Dick, uh, Rick, Dick. Rick won with the figure four. So back when I, in the top five finishing moves, like a year and a half ago, and I said that was my favorite, you guys killed me for it. He won a match with that. And uh, I like the fact that Rick's known for selling, but in this scenario, nah. They nah, took care of business. They took care of business. <laughs> uh, Hopper, anything from you from the match? 
How long do they call themselves the the uh, Dream Team for? It's just the one. It's because I remember a Dream Team being in, in WWE. What? Take that shit up to the Malona's characters <laughs> podcast. I don't give a fuck about that. It, it was uh, Beefcake and, and fucking Valentine. <laughs> He's Jesus. such an asshole. He's, <laughs> when he was saying what, I thought he was saying that because you were breaking up. <laughs> he just wants to fucking be stupid. I don't um, Beefcake <laughs> and Valentine. Jesus Christ. Well, you think they just just fucking thought of something else. Y'all two need to fight more often, man. This is it. This is riveting. Um, Harper and I, yeah, I, I, we could discuss things like gentlemen. What's your yeah. problem? Okay, you're a real gentleman wrestler. I, I have no clue how long that goes on, Harper. I don't I don't remember. I honestly don't remember them tagging a lot, but obviously they do. Right. Um, there's some shit that just you forget, and this is definitely one of them. Uh, I'm watching so, it right. just dick again. Jesus. <laughs> you see what we're you know, talking about now? You know, very, you know what's a very plausible explanation here? He put some of that goddamn icy hot on and rubbed his balls by mistake. Uh, no. He does it all the time. He does it in all of his promos. He's got a problem with touching his cock. <laughs> Who does he does. <laughs> no, not like that dude does. He's constantly touching <laughs> his cock. Jerk it off. Just out there on national TV pawing his dick. <laughs> <laughs> like Horn said, he you get your paw raised. No, no, he's using his paw to grab his cock. All right, let's get to the ending promo because there's some shit going on here too. Yeah. All right, I'm going to... I can't, I think the, I don't know if the full promo is on, let's see, hold on, give me a second. I think it gets cut off on the YouTube version. So, let me try to play it from the network, and if it doesn't work there, I'll, I'll go to the YouTube one. Uh, here it is. Tommy, get a shot of Oliver, baby. And there it is, and here they are all together. Tony Giovanni, as you just saw the symbol of excellence, David Craig asked a very important question. He said, how do you stop what's going on? The Freebirds right here earlier, did you see the teamwork, the quality teamwork of these two men? The Freebirds offer nothing in comparison. You're talking about Bad Street USA. Well, my friend, this is where the four horsemen reign. You come from out of town, you're talking about Bad Street. My friend, you look around, you see nothing but champions. So Freebirds, tomorrow night in Miami, you're coming to our backyard, and there's an old saying, you don't mess with family, which is us, and you don't jump a dog in his own backyard. Hey, what's your hey, Go ahead, tell us You know what? They come down, they walk that aisle, I'm ready to say when they play that music. You climb in the ring, and I mean, it's all over us. You got a wrestler. Touching his dick. It's the greatest group of athletes. You're talking about the four horses. You pick the wrong group to make a reputation for yourself in Atlanta. Your homecoming is going to be a very Saturday. What we got here are the fruit birds. That's right. The three fruit birds. Ask around, Michael Hayes. You better bring your guitar. Bring the mortgage to your car. The mortgage to your house. Because after the morning. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. 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 You remember 
Michael Hayes is going to be drinking Jack Daniels all night long. Well, I got news for you, boys. We're going to be drinking Dom Perignon with all the fine women. We're going to be really relaxed and really fine-tuned. Because when we walk the aisle in the Omni, ha, that's when all hell breaks loose. Go ask Dusty Rose. Go ask Johnny Garvin. The Rock and Roll Express. Go ask anybody that's best with the four horsemen. And you ask them how bad they've been hurt. Jerry Gordy, you got that bandage, buddy. You're going to be hobbling out of the Omni. Michael Hayes is. Woo! Michael, she already told me. Tell him that. The birds! I got the JJ when we know where Bad Street is. Bad Street is right here where the horsemen walk is where Bad Street is. And we're going to show all of Atlanta in the army tomorrow night. Let's stack them up right here. Get in here. Come on, Jenny. All right. The horsemen. The three birds and the horsemen collide tomorrow night. And we'll see you next week, fans, right here. Journey looking good, fellas. God. Yeah, I, was, I for half a minute, I thought Rick was just going to throw her on the ground and let them all get at it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. What are your thoughts on promo, Doc? Well, it's been a month since we've heard from Arn. So it's always good for him to get out there with those eyeglasses on that nobody 20 years older than him would even wear. <laughs> and just tell you about how, he, it, how we're going to get real. And... Everybody, man, they look like a gang, dude. It's a formidable crew. Yeah, they really do. They really do. Uh, Harper, what'd you have from it? It's what I've written down. I got Dark Journey is looking fine. They call the Freebirds a bunch of queers. And, you know, Michael Hayes has a small dick. Mm. That actually summarizes it pretty well. That's basically what happened. You're like that dude that's the cornet parody that does the limericks for all of our Smoky Mountain shows. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, it's got a weird Journey. handle. At Journey, at Journey cornet. cornet or something. Yeah, at Journey Cornet. J-I-R-N-Y. Yeah. I can, I can imagine some kid from the kid that plays banjo from Deliverance, who that's his only idiot savant talent. Wow. Are what? you serious? Yeah. Are you I'm fucking serious? serious? I'm real serious. You've never seen Deliverance. So you don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I mean, come on, man. You, you, I know you're Dude. making fun of a special kid. Well, here. no. You don't even know the half of it. Google Banjo Deliverance images. Get on that. Actually, I'm trying to find the episode of Smoky Mountain with the, with the Corky kid on it. Jesus Christ. Because Hopper still, still hasn't seen I've still it. never seen that fucking it kid. It is the worst. And best. <laughs> Porky kid. Uh, the problem is uh, I Hold don't on, have I to actually. I can tell you in a minute if you give me just a second because I got, I got notes. Um, but I'm going to send you a picture real quick, bruh. Of what? The kid from oh, Deliverance I'm talking about. Okay, let's get, well, that's fine. Let's get back to let's get back to Smoky Mountain though. I mean let's get Smoky, Smoky Mountain. This Smoky Mountain. Let's let's get back to um Smoky let's Mountains get, let's, are about to be gone anyway. They're about to get obliterated by this hurricane, so we don't even have to do that show anymore. Uh that, that nice. okay, that's nice. Uh we need to rate this show, so uh well let's give out a Rolex and my, mine's going to Rick, just for the record. Yeah. Uh, so do we need to institute go. a rule that Rick can't win it? No, we don't. No. Okay. Then Rick gets. We it. don't. 
Okay. Uh, in a rated rated doc. Who? Well, we needed to see who Harper gave it to. I give it a Rick. Oh, Harper, Harper said Rick. Yeah, it's got to be Rick. Okay. He's going Look through his you flip it through. <laughs> How much shit you wrote down? I've got it, a it was stack only of, an hour. No, I got a stack of I have a stack of over a hundred pieces of paper on Smoky Mountain. He's, he's got he's got the Smoky Mountain notes, and he's looking for the episode where the where oh, the cork with the, the kid. with the kid yeah. that that. I swear it wasn't the episode that we did that we couldn't find it. Uh, and that's what we're looking for right now. So, Hopper, he's going to um, find it, Hopper. Yeah, I got it. I get that. What, which episode was it? I, I'm still looking. Okay, so let's uh, let's rate it. I, uh, I'm i going to give this an A. I, I really enjoyed this episode. The matches were real short, but Rick and Dusty talking about he banged Journey, and then Rick basically... Just fucking around and having a good time. There were some bad promos in this. Don't get me wrong, but I'm giving this an A. I enjoyed this one hour of TV. Harper, what do you want to give it? I'll give it a B plus. Okay. And the only reason I'm not going to give it an A was those those fucking matches that fucking lasted for uh, two seconds. There was like yeah, there three was or some, four of them like that. There were some short ones. Yeah. There definitely were. There definitely were some short ones. Um, Doc, are you still looking? No, I got it. Okay, um, what episode I, is I can, it? I can help y'all. Um, what episode is it? I'll look it up while you give your rating. Well, it's episode 105. It also occurred on January 29th, 1994. And right. it happened in probably the uh, first third of the episode. Go ahead and give you a rating. I'll pull it up and Harper can it's see It's after Coraluzo. Gotcha. All right. And then it's after the Funks. Um yeah, B plus A, A, neither one of y'all are right. As usual, let me go ahead and come in here and get correct. It is an A minus. Good, okay. good hour of wrestling. I don't remember much of it because I was fucking hammered when I watched it. But uh, as we went back through it tonight, it brought back fond memories of drinking and wrestling. That's nice. Have you got it, have you got it pulled up for us, son? Yeah, let me do something real quick uh, before we get to it. Uh, I want to thank the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing with ROH's Brian Malonis from, uh, and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday, so make sure you check them out. Again, it's the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing with the Kingpin, Brian Malonis, and Mike Crockett every single Monday. Just search WPAN or Wrestling Podcast About Nothing wherever you get your podcast. And I'd also thank you to the northern version of BTT, our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Morata and Michael Quinn as they give their take on the northern side of pro wrestling's history. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional than us. Thanks, Joe and Quinn, for all your plugs. So please give them a listen if you support us. And there you go. Uh, all right, I got it pulled up, uh, but he's got to see it. So you know how this Skype is when we share desktops. Yeah. But I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. Just, 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 just because. God damn it. So um, Hopper, uh, you let me know when you can see my screen. I guess that's it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You okay, see it? You right. see Cornette and Bob Cottle? Yeah. Right. All right, so so this was the build-up to Sunday Bloody Sunday, and Funk had cut a promo, and it was a very long series of promos with Cornette and Funk, and then whatever, and then Bullet cut one. And then, Hopper, we need to prepare you for this. All right. They're going to cut. It's it's This is some dirty fucking shit. This is dirty. <laughs> you, you put a camera on a kid with Down syndrome, and you leave it on him, as Cornette is saying, <laughs> genetic defects. This is this dirty, is and it's wrong. This is fucking this is... filthy, bro. <laughs> fucking filthy. All right, Hopper. 
All right, so, let's go. Here it is. It's all going to come down February 13th in Knoxville. Let me just say one thing to all these defective genetic morons out here. I know you love the Rock and Roll Express, and I know you love Bullet Bob Armstrong, and I know you love all these other people, but when I'm talking, I expect to be afforded a little respect. I expect for people to shut up and listen okay. to what I've got to say. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Corky in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Bulls fan. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Harper. I know you don't I know you don't listen back to the show. Look out. <laughs> I know you don't listen I know you don't listen back to the I know you, you don't listen back to the shows. Defects and they went to that guy. <laughs> Harper. You think you had them picked out like before they said look. Yes. Shit. Put the camera on this motherfucker right there with, with the bull shirt. The, the cameraman did, yes. Yeah. That's a dirty motherfucker, bro. You know that. Harper, that how dirty is that cameraman? That's fucked up. You know, you know he's laughing his ass off. <laughs> okay, first of all. This is sickening, bro. I'm going to repeat what I said on that episode of Cork Smoky Mountain Resident. This is fucking sick. This is dirty. You're fucking wrong. This is fucking disgusting to do that to this kid. Yeah, okay, hold on. Time out. It was so dirty and disgusting that you decided to give it to government cheese. No, I didn't. Bro, could you imagine this, this, this kid when he gets home? And he's like, I'm on As TV. A, yeah, and then he's like, I'm a genetic uh, defect? No, 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 no. This no, is dirty, are. bro. This uh, is dirty. Yeah. Bro, well, you got to be honest. I, We've seen a lot of wrestling between the three of us. You're gonna. This has got to be one of the dirtiest and most filthy things you've ever seen. <laughs> well, I've, I've seen also... Like, I've also seen Harper. Fight, I've also seen Harper fight a special person. So. <laughs> this is this is dirty. That's nice. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> look at this poor kid. You genetic defect, and the camera's like Yahtzee, and there's that kid with the braids hat looking up at him, like maybe he's talking about about him. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, yes. he, he's getting a rock and roll chant going too. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's fucked up. That's <laughs> that's fucking uh, dirty, bruh. It's well, so dirty. Com- well, by the time this comes out, that hurricane will have come through and washed all those people into the hollow of the Appalachian Mountains, Smoky Mountains. They'll all probably drown. Oh, that was dirty. Okay, uh, so there we finally got Harper's reaction to that episode just <laughs> fucking dirtbag shit <laughs> bro you know it's bad when doc gets to it and it's like he even <laughs> you didn't notice it at first i'm the one that called it out on the episode and then we both gave the cameraman the government cheese <laughs> dirty bastard what a fucking shit show for him to do that that's just wrong bro i mean come on man <laughs> and hopper I, I would say i would say this wouldn't you want a wrestling cameraman to be that on the ball that they could like react in the moment? Yeah. Yeah, he's, you would. And he's paying attention to his surroundings. Yeah. 
<laughs> but Harper, so Venom of Verite. Harper, let me ask this: Couldn't he have made uh, his point without staying on that poor kid that long? No. Yeah, but he had to really make the point. There's a genetic defect right here. Right. How many phone calls did the None. station get? None. None. <laughs> Zero. Wow. That's just nice. That went over everyone in that territory's head. Yeah, because he because he didn't call him. You know, as he said, the R word. It's especially Raleigh Arnwine. Does he still listen to the show? Oh yeah, yeah. He loves the show. I bet he does. Good for him. Yeah, he does. He loves the show. Uh, all right, so uh, let's let's get ready to get on out of here. Uh, I want to remind everyone, please use the Amazon referral link. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. It's a great way to support the show without spending anything extra. Whatever you purchase on Amazon, the show gets a little bit of small kickback in return. So please use it. Give it to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, or whoever you are banging on the side. And tell them to bookmark it and use it along with yourself. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. And we'd appreciate that. Uh, I don't really have anything else. I got to shout out some Hall of Famers, but Doc, I want to give you the opportunity before uh, we get to that point to say your piece. Can we please just end this? We can. Uh, go buy Doc's shirt. Go buy Hopper's shirt. Uh, they're yeah. at a standstill. Uh, we need people to buy them, though, so please do so. Check the show description. It is there, along with the Patreon link, tinyurl.com slash BTT. And while I'm talking about the patrons, I want to say a uh, shout-out to the Hall of Fame patrons out there. Uh, you know, you guys know who you are. Uh, Josh Fields, uh, Judson Edwards, Bill Salsa, Ray Moore, Tony Miller, at SPAC Face, C Browning, at K, Ro- K underscore Row 86, Mitchell Johns 18, Spyboy Sportscap, Merciless Jones, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, JMM 7530, DR 1851, Rube 1452, Frog Zeppelin, R. Smith 9000, 945 Sports, BDK, Big Rich, Joe Ice, Jesse Lucas, Jim, MPRU 83, Alice, Ari Miller 39, Justin underscore Andrade, J Shiny 21, Natural Hacksaw, Thin Man Within, Slider 91, US, USC 49, Jodro, Gerald Green III, TOG 94, SV Pazzer, Martin Howell 71, Tim Arecci, Coleman 822, Gobbled Unreal, Unconvinced Ray. Matter of fact, while we're talking about Hall of Fame patron, Hopper, you saw Tim Arecci changed his name on Twitter to Tim right. Maselli, Dago Bastard? Yeah. The, the fucking Dago Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, he really changed That's his funny. name on Twitter <laughs> to Tim, Mas- Tim Maselli, in parentheses, Dago Bastard. Next thing, next thing you know, he'd, cha- he'd fucking take out one of his chromosomes if we called him a genetic defect. Oh, That's Jesus. Nice. That's nice. As <laughs> Tim told me, as Tim told me, you will never be the heel that Harper is. That's okay. right. Uh, Harper, you hey, ain't got nothing for, else. There's, there's, we're a stable. We're a tag team. There's room for both of us here. Yeah. Okay. Um, like Hopper Wildcat Revolution Rumble coming up, right? October 6th, bro. There you go. What time? Meisler. 7 o'clock. I'm going to watch gonna bite some retards down there. Oh, come on. Come on, bro. <laughs> you got to be an asshole, don't you? I, it's happened, hasn't it? You do a bad job playing heel when you do things like that, just so you know. It's not funny. What? The delivery is not funny. You could it just it's just not funny. I told you it was time to go a few minutes ago. I'm getting tired and I'm drunk. I am too. I'm tired. I'm not drunk. I haven't had any henny tonight. So Harper, hit the tagline, take us home, bruh. Book it, bitch. <laughs>